Hello, friends. Thank you for joining us for a very special experience with uh, JBC. Um, it all started from this idea I had with my good friend, Daniel. Um, he's a very creative artist. Um, I really enjoyed working together with him. We did uh, a meditative service uh, before the pandemic, um, and it was this great light installation in our church, and I was doing improvised electronic music, and I had such a great time doing it that I wanted to swing back to Daniel again, thinking if we could do something similar. But in these pandemic times, I was thinking, well, maybe we can't do a gathering, but maybe we could do some kind of like media experience. And so I reached out to Daniel and uh, Daniel's been doing some really cool artwork uh, these past couple of years. And so I thought it'd be great for us to join again. So Daniel, thank you yeah. for um, yeah. joining us. Thank you for the opportunity. And yeah, that the last time we did it, it was probably one of my favorite things that I've gotten to do um, as an artist, honestly. And just, yeah, I felt like a really special moment. So I was very excited to get to do it again and have something that would last beyond the one night as well. So yeah, I'm really grateful for the opportunity too. And um, yeah, it's been awesome to get to uh, be inspired by each other. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I, I think there's a real energy when we work together that I'm yeah that I always get excited about. Um, well, to preface a bit, um, to tell you a bit about my history of where this comes from, the longest night service is also known as like a blue Christmas service in some church circles. And I remember I kind of discovered this tradition later in life, but um, I remember as a young associate pastor. I had attended this one Methodist church and they had a blue Christmas service. And it was there that I realized like they're really addressing the reality that for some people, Christmas is a really difficult time for them. Um, and we're having all these carols, like everyone's talking about, you know, you know, this joyous season and it can be very painful and difficult. And so the need to have people understand that God is also speaking to us in our struggles and our brokenness is really important to me. And I remember after that first blue Christmas experience, I told myself, um, if I'm ever pastoring, you know, at a church, I want to make sure that I'm doing that in the future. Like if I have a voice, you know, if I become like a lead pastor, I want to make sure we do that. And that's what we're doing with what we did before. And with this, um, kind of entering into that tradition of acknowledging that Christmas isn't just about people being happy. It's about, you know, God meeting us where we are. Mm -hmm. And I guess the last thing about this interesting um, for those watching is that in terms of history, um, the reason we have Christmas on December 25th is not because actually Christ was born on December 25th, but because it was actually a pagan ritual where they acknowledge like, this is literally the darkest day of the year. And from here on in, it's only going to get brighter. And Christians um, took that tradition and acknowledged that it's Christ who comes into the darkness. And from here, the light begins to shine. And so I think this is what's been really exciting about inviting you into this, Daniel, because you use light all the time in your uh, artwork. Um, and I love how you do that. And I was thinking, uh, approaching you to talk about maybe using some of your interesting like works with light to talk about this idea of like, light shining in the darkness, which I think is very appropriate uh, mm -hmm. for Christmas. So I thought maybe, do you want to walk us through a bit about your process of how you came up with the concept 
of um, all the visuals that we'll see? I feel like what's uh, it, it's hard to really enter into uh, Christmas in a meaningful way if you're not acknowledging the the um, spots, the moments of just brokenness in your own life in our world, and like that's not just. Uh, specific for people who is very obvious like I think that the those moments are like what hope is actually connected to so I feel like being aware of the places that we're like yearning for Jesus is like the core of what Christmas is um and like that's what makes makes hope real um and makes the like Advent season actually meaningful is acknowledging like we need a savior um we need these places uh, of healing in all of us. So yeah, that's why I think I'm always drawn to um, this idea of like the light and the darkness. Um, yeah, and so I've been working on um, similar artwork for quite a while. And I would say it's just kind of been a slow evolution and um, uh, been, doing stuff outside in the last couple of years a lot more and like wanting to interact with environments and um yeah um just seeing being present to where um where i'm at at a particular place and just kind of asking the question of like what belongs here and how would i respond uh, in an interesting way um yeah, so a lot of it has been about presence. Um, but yeah, with the particular, the, this video that we're about to watch, um, I would say, again, I think it was about these kind of moments of connection and disconnection and like a lot of backwards and forwards. And I think that's something that we've all experienced in a lot of different ways in the last couple of years. Um, and um, has been a way it, it has been a way for me to kind of process some of that even in creating it so I think that that experience is probably there and I hope that other people can enter in um, and really use this as a way to just meditate and reflect on the places that are disconnected from what you hope things could be in your life and like um, yeah just the pain and the reality of needing something more than we currently have um and i think that's been yeah really obvious in the last couple of years um yeah. and just the lack of control we have um so yeah. yeah you know and i appreciate um our last service and this service about i think this format there's a like a gentleness or a kindness in the way that it's presented and like i i appreciate that you're not like I, I call like bullying people and to like, get the message, you know, figure it out. Like, this is what I'm trying to tell you. Um, I like that this work is abstract and that might be difficult for some personalities, but mm -hmm. I think what's really great is that sometimes I go to church and I feel like people are forcing me to sing their songs, like, um, assent to like their propositions, you know, or their messages. But I feel like when we use art at the forefront to talk about these things, um, it's more like a gentle invitation of like, look, I know some of you might be tired. You're not ready to sing right now, but you can come and just experience this, you know, and just take it in and, and think about it. And 
And I think that's what prayer is, right? Like a lot of what prayer is, is not so much what we're saying, but kind of acknowledging what's going on in our lives, acknowledging that God is with us and what's around. And I'm really hoping that um, people could do that as we are in this time. So thank you. Um, yeah, thanks for just, I, I appreciate how we've been doing that in both times. Uh, you did these wonderful storyboards and I thought like it'd be fun um, for you to walk us through kind of the, the concept of this and like how you came through with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've been getting just more interested in the process of making films generally and uh, wanting to try this tool and it turned out to be super helpful. So um, yeah, and it's interesting because I'm typically a pretty go with the flow person, but I was like, I think um, to really articulate clearly what I'm hoping to, even though it's an abstract thing that I'm trying to articulate clearly, um, it'd be helpful to do some storyboards. So I kind of planned out a few of the shots and um, they're really helpful for kind of like framing the flow of things um, and getting to these kind of critical moments. And then um, there's enough stuff going on with uh, filming and especially filming like low light that there was plenty of opportunity for me to go with the flow with a film that I had because nothing ever like turns out the way you expect it to. Um, even, even when you're trying to just record reality. So there's all sorts of creative challenges that you have to um, interact with. They end up becoming, I think, an interesting part of the process. And yeah, my, my work is always process oriented and in the same way that it's like wanting to be present, um, that kind of theme follows itself through the whole thing and like different mediums, even for me, it feels like pretty similar to painting of like, even responding to the footage that I have of like, I thought this shot would work out better than it did. And it's when I see it on my computer, I don't like it. And it's like, it needs something more and thinking like, how can I respond to what I actually have and make it useful? Um, so yeah, I think that's uh, something else that's been, was part of this process that's really interesting and, um, yeah, I also like made the light box that's in the the film, screwed it together real quick. Um, yeah, and wired it up and whatnot, and then did some drawing on top of it too. And the language aspect is another kind of thread that's been through my work uh, for different reasons. And yeah, I, so I'm dyslexic, so language has always been something that's like been kind of a love-hate relationship and a lot of painful experiences growing up and difficulty with that and like trying to maybe kind of redeem that as an adult but um yeah being in an in-between world with that is kind of the best way I've described it and I think you start to realize that um yeah, there's certain things that can and can't be actually described with words. And um, I think we kind of all have a sense of that, but um, it's definitely something I thought about quite a bit. And um, that's why even in the film, I put the, uh, the title and stuff at the end um, because I wanted it to be a purely visual experience and there to be no interaction with words at all. Um, so. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, you know, I thought that was the most poignant moment for me, right? For me, if I can identify like the pivotal, like key sequence is that moment where you're writing. And I love it because, you know, you read in the scriptures about, and the beginning was the word, right? But with a capital W. And I think sometimes in our Western society, where like we value like intellectualism and stuff, like we think word means like, you know, intellectualism, but it's really the word is about like the meaning, right? And I, I love how you're actually writing stuff that I, I, what I was thinking was like, it's like a transcendent language, you know? It's not just about information, right? Or syntax or grammar, mm -hmm. but it's about communicating, right? And, mm -hmm. and what's really cool about it is like in the darkest places, right? Um, you know, you set up the shot really beautifully with the sequences before, but I kind of saw that triangle is like a sacred holy space where this is where we make um, our secret prayer language that is greater than words, you know, and mm -hmm. it's not, ref it's not um, confined to just things that are comprehensible. And mm -hmm. I wish we had had more spaces for this in the church, because I feel like the churches are very limited in the ways that we can pray and express. It feels like um, people are like, oh, I can't pray well because like I don't, I'm not eloquent of speech, you know, or mm -hmm. um, I can't read this, right? And then it just brings up all these things about like, you know, you're just talking about dyslexia, but with other people with um, other challenged abilities um, or struggles, um, do they have a place at the table, right? Mm -hmm. And for you to do this kind of just levels it as like we all have a language <laughs> of some kind that we can go to when things get really dark. And mm -hmm. Um, I think that was just a really holy, sacred moment in the film that I hope as people are watching it, you can think about, you know, when I feel really dark, like, is there some kind of like prayer language I can give to God? Like, you know, and Romans talks about in um, groans and words that, you know, that can't be understood, that only the spirit understands. So um, I, I hope that really empower people to do that, mm -hmm. and which and the reason I'm talking at length about this, because this also comes into the music, right? Um, so I actually give you another piece and, you know, you, you said you really enjoyed it, but then I threw in, I think another piece after that. Yeah. So like, actually I've been working on this other thing too. I was a little reluctant because it's really long. It's like 12 minutes long. It's very abstract. Um, but how it came about, I can't remember the full details, but I think if I can remember correctly, um, I think it was around that time I was just having um, I was just in this moment where I was just having a really hard time expressing myself. And I just had all these like sound textures prepared on my, um, my computer. And so I just started triggering them and I just organically started fading in and out different sounds and manipulating stuff. So a lot of that you're hearing in that recording is live in one take. Um, mm -hmm. And I remember I wasn't thinking of how long it should be. But I sat down, I was like, oh, it's 12 minutes. But when I listened back to it, I was like, you know, this feels right. It's very long, you know, but um, for that genre of music, it just felt really right. And I love it because how you're describing your, uh, the way that you work with like video and um, visuals, you know, you're mm -hmm. very responsive. Well, that's what I love about it. And you're very like, what I call like reactive, I guess, you know, like you're like, okay, I did this and okay, well, let's go here now, let's go here. And you know, you're just really open. And that's kind of like how I treat a lot of my improvisational music. And so I felt like it fit really beautifully when we did this, um, that, that service live. And I felt that same kind of synergy 
when you were doing this video because for people who are watching, they might not know that um, you were making the video sort of around my music, but it really mm -hmm. feels like I was making the music around your visuals, right? And you can't mm -hmm. really tell. And I think that that's another like kind of beautiful metaphor for prayer, like this cool, like you don't know where it started or ends, you know? And that's where it just feels like, I feel like both of our creative spirits, our energy is kind of like intertwined. And that's always really exciting for me to watch it. And um, so that's kind of like about the music, but um, for me, that was very satisfying to watch like the transitions and like, um, yeah, it just really felt like we commissioned this together, but um, I made that music like a year ago or no, maybe longer than maybe two years ago. So it's, it's kind of crazy how you made it feel very fresh and like dynamic together. So I really appreciate that just personally. Yeah. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, totally. To make it even more interesting. I, I, so I would probably made half of the video off the original song you sang, oh. and then I switched halfway through and then it just plugged right in. So oh, interesting. even more, uh, crazy of a coincidence that it worked so well. <laughs> and then the last half just tied together perfectly. That's great. Um, yeah. I, I thought maybe, I mean, we've talked at length about it, but did you have any last thoughts that you want to talk about? Like how you, you, you said that you wanted to call this paradox. And mm -hmm. um, I was wondering if maybe you had some last thoughts of like why the name and how that connects to like what you feel Advent is about and this whole project, maybe in closing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you know, there's a paradox in just light and dark itself and like these things that are existing next to each other um, in the video and just in life. And there's a paradox of like, especially trying to hold on to hope when our world is telling us that it's like meaningless or that there's nothing to hope in. Um, those are confusing realities to live in. And like, I think that is part of what God invites us into. Um, yeah, so I think our life is filled with things that don't quite fit where they're supposed to. And like the reality of how do we hold on to those still um, or what's worth holding on to still. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. great, yeah. I mean, I feel that's what kind of the whole message of Advent is about, right? Is like God coming into that messy paradox, right? Mm -hmm. um, sometimes we think like you gotta clean everything up, but like. I love how God comes in a very dark time of like God's people's history um, in a manger uh, and just really bad situations, like awkward situations. Like there was just infant side from Herod and God comes into that. So mm -hmm. um, I'm so thankful. I'm excited for people to watch. Thank you for listening to this conversation. We're going to um, play this uh, short meditative film right after this. But again, Daniel, thank you so much for investing mm -hmm. this time, um, making this really special kind of perspective of Advent for, um, for our JBC community and beyond. Um, and I want people to know too, is that Daniel and I have also been talking. I think this project is a lot bigger than just this one time thing. So we're thinking of revisiting it, maybe doing a screening in the future or or something else so um stay tuned uh, but thank you for uh being with us and uh yeah be blessed in these holidays and uh thanks for listening yeah thank you so much for the opportunity too and yeah the space to get to create okay well great um all right well without further ado let's um 
listen uh well let's let's watch this film and for those listening on the podcast we encourage you to go to our youtube channel and uh watch the paradox short film all right take care everyone <laughs>